Post-Worlds wrap-up show? Post-Worlds wrap-up show, James. Welcome, everybody. I'm really excited for this. A wrap-up show? I don't think we've done this one yet, hey? No, we got to turn our mics down. They're yeah. way too loud right now. Sorry, guys. We got really excited there. Yeah, we got really excited. So, so. post-Worlds wrap-up show, we got world champions Tuan Van Gant. Elise will be coming on. That's really exciting. It's going to be good. It's going to be a big show. Can you turn your mic down a little bit? A little bit more? Yeah, a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's not like a huge deal, but it's definitely not a small deal. It's definitely on. not a small deal. Um, first we, Facebook Live. It's exciting. I hope it's working for everybody watching live right I'm now. I'm watching live right now. It's working, bro. You're good? Yeah, it's working. All right. Let me go share it too because I didn't think it was working. Progate Europe. Winning starts the Great Gate as the, all the new world champions with the rainbow jersey. Dude, how about Tuan Van Gens? Gate start as Progate Europe. Dude, he's been on it. Lit it on Unbelievable. fire. Unbelievable. I watched. Lit it on fire. I saw online he uh, in his quarter, I think, maybe his quarter. I don't know. Maybe it was third. It might have been third moto. I think it was his third moto. He said yeah. the fastest record said, hill yeah. time ever at Zolder. Yeah. Fucking yeah. smoked yeah. it. Yeah, he did smoke them. Yeah, even his main time after wasn't much slower. Dude was on it. Dude, it was super on it. I remember watching his hill time in motos thinking, holy crap. It's, he, he had Sylvain in motos and nothing against Sylvain, but he killed him. Yeah, like it's fair. He yeah, straight yeah. up. Like, yeah, he was, he was on it the whole time. Yeah. We talked about this. The dude's been killing. This is his month. July, Tuan's month. We give him the damn month right now. Seems to be, man. Like he's killed it the last few weeks and um i would say zolder is by far and away the fastest guy yeah yeah no doubt like i think if he didn't whole shot that man it would have been what like a letdown and when you talk about world's performances i mean there was maris in south africa in 2010 was really dominant um but dude this has got to be up there one of the most dominating world's performances ever yeah like i don't remember i never got to watch those races back then i'll be honest i was too young didn't have the video resources whatever but by the sounds of it yeah it's about the same like tuan Basically, was winning all day. I think he he what he didn't win the semi. Or he won the semi after Alfie crashed, but dude was on it. Like he won every lap, basically other than that. So, other Spano, bro. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. I thought we were just quickly going over, but hey, everybody's got to know the other people on board with this show is Motosheets.com. If you guys don't remember, everybody on the live stream, you don't remember. It's run by the Webster brothers and their dad. They do the uh, instant race scoring and a host of many other features to make race organization fast and simple. So if you want more information on their, all their products, check out their website, motosheets.com. And they just messaged me, okay, we got our shaker bottles on the way. Oh, we're doing a giveaway on the show. Yeah, we can do a giveaway hey, cool. on the show once the shaker bottles come. And uh, yes, yeah, so keep an eye out for that. That'll be really cool. And thanks to all the fans and riders and pros that donated and gave shirts for, the, for Edward Pohl. They raised 2,000 pounds for him. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. Yeah, right? good job, BMX community, for yeah. coming together. Yeah, it's really uh, cool. That's pretty cool. That. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I think we should give a shout out to uh, all the fans and supporters of Coffee Chatter right now, too. Dude, it got stuck. And every, every time I went anywhere in Belgium, people would just be like, dude, Coffee Chatter. It's fucking awesome, hey? Even like at the after party, I swear I had two or three people come up to me and just like say something to me about Coffee Chatter, say, mention me on the show, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I, I'll try, but. <laughs> no, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool to have good support of the show. We like doing it, obviously, like mm -hmm. we said. Um, and we're excited today. It's going to be slightly different because we're going to chat about the worlds, wrap up the worlds, and then ask Tuan and Elise about their world's experience and kind of sum it up completely. Yeah, I think that'll be cool. A little different. We've had the same kind of routine for most of our shows. So I think we're think breaking the routine. Different. Something different will be good. Something different will be good. Something Don't panic. Good. Change is okay, people. <laughs> <laughs> I hate change, by the way. How was the world's experience, James? Mine was okay. Um, man, I feel like these last five years have been like the world is always a hectic race in the sense that world cups, they seem to run on schedule according to plan. Everything goes normal. And then we get to the worlds and something always gets chaotic. Yep. Starting 2015, the rainstorm that happened, 
2016. That happened. That happened. <laughs> there was that. 2016, more thunderstorms in Colombia. 2017, super hot. Didn't they change something? There's a lot of stop and go in Colombia from practice. I feel like there's a lot of stop and go. We had to wait hours for rain every day. I mean, it's a tropical place and it rains every day in the afternoon, basically. Yeah, we never got into a rhythm there. No, yeah. 2017, yeah, like I said, I think something happened there. It was a smooth race in Rock Hill, but I'm pretty sure there was a difference. Oh, yeah, the practice got canceled one of the days. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, for that. Then 2018, Baku, the whole freaking issue with the wind. First day got canceled. And now this year, freaking rain again. First, it was 40 degrees during the week. Oh, my God. And Dude. Then, so I got there I got there Thursday evening. Yeah. So Friday during the day when the challenge was going on, I was walking around, <clears throat> walking around for five minutes, already sweating. Brutal. It was so hot. And that was the day it started to cool down. So hot. I can't imagine having to race on Friday. I would have been, yeah, floored. I was racing and everything for you. Uh, I mean, it's tough a weekend, I guess. I mean, I felt good in motos, to be honest. I thought I got into a pretty good rhythm. I was racy. Uh, felt pretty confident. Feeling brisky. Uh, I was feeling actually good, good on the track. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. I felt like it. And then we took the break, and when I went out for the quarter, I was I was pretty eager to get out from the outside because I was feeling pretty good about my my starts and my hills and everything. And <laughs> I just ended up getting a little too excited. I think tapped the gate a bit, went a little crooked, and when I when I my wheel dropped to the kink, I uh, I don't know if I was I must have been off balance because I got all janky. I got off the pedals and I was slow down the hill. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. Yeah, case the first jump, case the triple, and then I felt like a bystander. Like you know when you get stuck in the back <laughs> yeah. and you like. Normally, like just watching the race. Yeah, like we're <laughs> yeah. racers. I like to race. I love to make passes. And I got stuck in the back, and I was like, "What am I doing? Like, where do I go?" Yeah. By the time I got to the second turn, I was. I felt like the race was over. Yeah. And that normally doesn't happen. So it's tough, like those laps, especially watching from the commentary booth. I got to see all of it, obviously. Yeah. And normally I don't get to. Yeah. Um, dude, there's no easy laps. Like Carlos Ramirez went out first round. Evans went out first round. I think Romain Mayu went out first round. Yeah, dude, yeah. Connor barely made it. Yeah. He got. He was in my race, actually. He was yeah, in, yeah. yeah he was and, in, and Carlos were in mine. I think I announced him like the whole lap. <laughs> <laughs> he was in fifth, and he did a really good job and just passed for fourth. But, dude, eighths are not easy. No. They're they were super hard. Year, yeah, yeah they're super there's only, hard. There's only five eighths finals, five <clears throat> eight finals. really difficult. Yeah. So it's frustrating when you, you go in like prepared and everything, and then it seems like you make one simple mistake in your head. And it's yeah. pretty much all meant to. You get a little too excited, a little too eager. Yeah. And then it feels like you just blow an entire race. And you don't even get a shot to, to try to battle but for it. But it's like, tough, too, schedule-wise, because you run your three motos, and you get, like, a two-hour break, and then you go right into a knockout round. Like, that's tough to do. Yeah. You don't get a yeah. warm-up four on the track, either. So you're hitting a... You got to go balls out, obviously, to be in the top four. And yeah. you're hitting the track after two hours of not riding. It's not easy to do. Like, it's hard no. to be super sharp. Yeah, it's really tough. Obviously, everyone's in the same boat, but it doesn't yeah. make it easier. Like, it's, it's difficult to do. Big time. I yeah. feel like part of it for me is like, I feel like I'm pretty confident about my starts. Like if I'm feeling good on the gate, but from the outside on that track, I felt like I needed to do a little something extra. Yeah. You put me on the inside lane one to four. I feel like I can Velcro and hop in the inside. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. And then I got on the outside and just wanted to pop one off and it's like, okay, got to relax. Can't really do, try to overdo it. So outside is really tough there. The first race not very long. No. And we raced there two years ago. You were giving it a go. For yeah, but I was yeah. like, when you're flying, like I felt I was so peaked, I, just, I was felt so complete that I could get it done from anywhere, and so I made the mains from eight. But it's really not easy. Mm-hmm. You have to really charge. Mm-hmm. Like even Nick wasn't whole shine from eight, whereas other tracks he would. It's a shorter first straight, and with the amateur first straight on the inside as well, there's not much room to get across. You got to charge, and you got to have yeah. great legs to get across from there. Yeah, there's not much room to open up. To. No, like, there once isn't. you hit the jump, it's like no, you can't. double, two rollers, one pedal, and then a triple. You can't chill from right there. You gotta move. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. gotta move in a hurry. It's so tough. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say though, who I don't know why. Okay, obviously it's because it's faster. 
I just wanted to mention quickly Graf and who else was pull manual the triple into the first turn? Maybe Kai was. Renault right? Blanc, I saw did. Renault was. Two one lap, yeah. Man, I'm sorry. I don't think that was faster, guys. I it think was cool. It was really badass to see it happen because that's a big lip to try There's to pull There's a lot more risk with that. Yeah. There's a lot so more much risk. risk. There's a lot more risk. So it was cool to see, but I thought it was unnecessary. Yeah. So, um, okay, I was going to mention this. Yeah, getting the world champs on at, right after racing, like we put on Instagram, that was a fail. Yeah, who cares? Put the idea out there. Yeah, yeah we the tried. Idea. You never know. Sylvan and Liam right now are probably laughing because they, yeah, they knew it from the get go. <laughs> whatever. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool. It would put the idea out there. Yeah, that's fair. You got you got to put yourself out there. You we got to try. Out there. But we're getting them on now. Yeah. Um, dude, I had like the quickest Europe trip ever. I got in Thursday evening and left Sunday morning. You're really just there for business. Really, I know. All so, business, no fun. Did the rider corners <laughs> stuff Friday, so I had Laura, the event organizer, Graf, and uh, Sildan. So that was cool. That's and cool. the comic color doing the commentary was really fun. Was it? I'm sorry. Yeah. So we did like. We started at the eighth, so in motos we just did like thirty minutes. Just okay. we announced for like thirty minutes on the broadcast, even though it wasn't live, just to get used to it and okay. like shake up the nerves. And it's actually quite a bit of work because then they play like, for instance, they played in the broadcast. They're in there for like three hours straight, like time. nonstop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they played like Baku from last year, like a clip from it. They played Zolder mm-hmm. twenty fifteen. They showed like the Houston track, and they gave us all. They showed us all these videos before, like the flyovers from them. So we can be like kind of prepared because we got to like talk about that too. And yeah. that was actually harder than the live commentary because the live commentary, right. you're just watching and then t- I'm like giving color commentary, just uh, play by play, just reacting. But like from Baku last year and um, like Zolder before and then when you're showing Houston, you just, it's kind of weird. You have, are you just trying to make up entertainment for people? Basically, yeah. They fill the yeah. gaps. Yeah. And like you, and there was like a six minute at the beginning of the broadcast, okay. there was like six minutes of like the flag handover to Houston. Okay. And then we said so we had to just talk about that and random stuff. We didn't really huh. plan. We just kind of won it. But it turned out well. Like working with Rich was really cool. That's cool. Yeah, though. he's he's really good at announcing. He seems like a really good speaker. Yeah, he's really yeah. good. Yeah, good. he's really good. And good I think we fed off each other really well. And it seemed nice. like we had really good flow. So that was fun. Yeah. I'm sure that helped for you the first time having somebody like him a little more experienced. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he, had, yeah. he had a hell of a trip getting there too. Really? So his flight got canceled. He's supposed to fly Friday morning. So his okay. flight got canceled the night before. <laughs> so I ended up driving and taking the ferry. Ended up getting there. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. No way. Yeah, so he was there for like a day, basically. Unbelievable. And Sunday morning. Oh my God. That's dedication. Seriously, good on you, Rich. Good uh, on you. You brought me some nice coffee too, so thanks, Rich. That's thanks, awesome. Thanks, bro. Now we got to brew some, man. I know, we got to brew some. Yeah. We got to brew huh. some. And then also, so I was doing the commentary up until the semis. We did the semis. Yeah. Then I had to run from the commentary booth to the finish line to do the winner's interviews at the finish line. And then I had to go after the winner's interviews, just run back to the booth and like, talk about the racing with rich like as they're showing the medals and whatever yeah. and so i had to run behind the stands on the last straight as everyone was falling out i was haul assing between people like just bobbing <laughs> and weaving <laughs> just ripping ripping through people to get back to the commentary booth and by the time i finally got back i was just huffing and puffing so really? i put my headset back on tried to be quiet and then rich asked me something and i was talking and i was like yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to say what I had to say in one steadying breath and then like took the mic away. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to look more cardio in your life. I know, apparently. I know. That's, that's cool. Pretty epic. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. That's a lot. Cause you would have had to do for all four, like junior riders too, right? Yeah, dude, the junior riders was the hardest. Was it? It I, was. Hey, cause let's be real. I, I don't know who they are. No, you know, all the elites. I know you all can the pretty elites, much say them off by heart. Yeah. And the way it is like in the booth, you have the screens in front of you, which is because like we could see the track, but we don't watch the actual track when we're commentating. No, you watch the screen. Yeah. Right? So we have like a, yeah. a good computer screen in front of us where we watch. And then beside that is another monitor. 
basically the size of an iPad with like the okay. motor sheets with the names. Okay. And so like with the elites, I didn't really need to look because I knew who everyone was, which yeah, is easy. Yeah. But with the juniors, you'll be like, oh, it's the French rider on the inside with a good start. And then like as I'm announcing, you got to look on the monitor and then quickly see who's from France and who it is. Yeah. But then, dude, there's like three people from France. Always. Of course there is. There's and, so many French And so dudes. I'm just like, oh, the French rider one and two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say someone's name. It's got a one in three shot. I'm not going to guess. No, yeah. You might as well yeah. not. It's easier to do that way. Yeah. So like getting used to that kind of stuff was interesting, but. That's tough. That's your first official like live gig right Yeah. Like that, right? Yeah. Or when the, cool. when, uh, what's her name? Adam McKenna looped out in the second street. Dude, un-freaking oh, believable. Everybody see that one? I wanted to yell like, oh holy God. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to be like, oh my goodness. <laughs> that was something oh i know holy shit she fucking lost dude, it dude unbelievable she went for a ride she was just a passenger at that oh point. in the mud too i feel like that's just oh, even worse you get up break your, your ass on the second <laughs> oh my god that's too bad well by the sounds of it from everybody you did a really good job yeah thanks so yeah it's cool like, we yeah. got a lot of positive feedback from it so it's pretty cool i mean that's i was good. a bit nervous because the racing gonna is going to be, gonna be good one. regardless like the racing yeah, is yeah. always exciting but as the commentators you need to make sure that you like enhance the experience and make it cool. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you bring the hype like I asked? I wanted you to bring tried, the hype. I tried, but trying not to get too hyped. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I can watch it back because I yeah, obviously didn't but get But like the to. later rounds was fun to announce because I was yeah. like getting excited to watch like the semis. And I, I kind of wish I got to do the mains as well. Like it was cool to do the finish line stuff. Yeah. But I wanted to stay and do the mains because it was... It when did exciting. you have to run back and forth? Because yeah, I realized that when I watched the video over that it was Rich announcing the mains. So then you told me you had to run back right, and forth. Right so. after the elite men's semi, I went to the finish line to get the junior women final. So right after the semi, I put my headset oh. down and ran over. So then he does all that. Then you quickly run back. And then I haul ass it. back to the booth because there's like another 30 minutes of airtime because then they show like highlights. They show the medal ceremonies and we just talk and about the racing and about okay. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got to BS for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got to run back again once the, the next round is on the gate. Yeah. Like once the medal ceremony is done or once like the mains were done, I went back to the booth. Yeah. Oh, so you, okay. Yeah. 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 And yeah. finished out and then yeah, we're yeah. done. Epic. So that was pretty Very cool. Epic. Yeah. Racing was good, bro. It was. Wasn't racing it? was really good. It felt good. Okay, uh, even my moto was like, was really I watched good. a few motos before me, and then obviously I had to watch the rest of the races from the screen. Yeah. But it looked like it was exciting. The track's super tight, like with the turns and the last two straightaways not being wide open at all. Like, people were going for it. There's a lot of passing. Like, there was, was a I? lot of passing. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are getting nipped down the last straight. Yeah. Um, a lot of. Yeah. And the turns, like, I've never been a huge fan of Zolder. I don't really like the track, but. <clears throat> I will say, like from my own experience and from racing, there's plenty of places to pass, even though it's not that big of a track, I guess you could say. Yeah, I get that. And some people say yeah, it's yeah. hard to pass, but there's so much passing. I feel like you, we, we slow up into the the, lot, the second turn, and so through the first straight and into the second turn, I feel like those two spots, there's a lot, you're right. And this, a lot the of second people, half of yeah. the track, nobody's safe. Not really. I feel like the last turn, honestly, that was a little single the file. Last straight you but can once pass. you get out of oh, the last yeah. turn, yeah. It's kind of cool, like the last yeah. straight, you can actually open up and it's really tech and you can pass. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it it's, is technical because if you try to manual in, it's a fast line, but it's super deep. You have to be pretty complete to win and do well there. Yeah. yeah speaking of which, Laura uh, was getting the last straight. I think she was the only girl that was doing the jump onto the double and a manual off at the very end. On the last straight? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I saw did. Felicia do it. Okay, I didn't see many people do Mariana it. I saw her it. do it, and it looked fast because yeah. it's obviously. Oh, a lot jump slower. into the double you said. Yeah. Oh. Like the la yeah, the very yeah, last, yeah, like yeah. where we'd go jump on yeah, and yeah. down. Yeah. There's a lot I, of strength to fast. do that one. Yeah. She was going really fast, yeah. and I thought that that line I thought would have got her lane one in the final, but then I guess Saya was just on it, and she got lane one. Yeah. The junior oh. girl popped one off in the. Yeah. The junior Argentine. The Argentine. She. I guess she what she works with Liam and the uh, UCI people. She 
killed it. Yeah, that final, did. like from what lane four or five again, yeah. she came out hot. I know Jesse yeah. did. Jesse rode really well. Like she all day, she was so smooth. She mailed the jump, every, the first jump every time. Yeah, like really yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was like, I mean, I don't like that it's manualable like that, but if you're able to make it work as well as she did, and then she has the track so speed well, just to pass yeah. around the track. Yeah, she rode. Yeah, she rode really well. Didn't make many mistakes. Was really clean around the track. <clears throat> I think she won almost. I think she won all her laps. Really? Yeah. So she she was dominating. I would say. Yeah, she's good. And then what about elite women? Talk about Al just pop one. Al killed it. Al, it's kind of funny. The first round, the knockout rounds, Lauren and or Laura and Elise were beside each other. <laughs> lanes one were and two. Really? Yeah. Were they in the same order? Lauren won. Elise oh, and two. Oh, knockout, knockout. And the, I guess it would have been their quarter. Yeah, they were the, in the semi too. Yeah, dude, they had a stacked ass semi. Which one was theirs? We were in the booth to me and Rich. Like this one's stacked. Really? Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. They're both which... hard, but that one was definitely harder. Who was in that one? Do you remember? Because I, I don't, don't remember off watching. the top of my head. I don't remember, but I just remember both of us were in the booth thinking, "Yeah, this one's stacked." We yeah. didn't say it was harder, but it definitely was. That's fair. Because was that the one with I think her was Marilyn that one too. I don't remember. I can't remember. Right. I just remember it being really stacked. Yeah, yeah. But she killed it. Yeah, and it looked like Laura hit the gate a bit in the main. Yeah, you could. See, I think you could see yeah, that. Yeah, I had the gate a bit in the main, and Al pop. What did Al had four or five? Yeah, something like that. She yeah. popped. I was surprised because I didn't think Saya got a bad gate, but Laura and her were bumping arms down the hill. It looked yeah, like. Yeah, I remember watching. Trying to, I remember watching Laura because the camera was beside her, and then Al came flying out of the middle. Yeah, yeah, she smoked. She came over well in the first like first jump too, and just she claimed it. Impressive the whole shot out of the middle, especially when you got Laura on the inside, and you know Laura's gonna have a good first straight. Yeah, I think like you've always said, people always say like even about the Olympics, like once you get to the main in a big race like that. It's kind of like it's a toss-up. People know they're coming to play. It doesn't matter yeah. what lane they're in, they're coming to play. No, it doesn't matter. Just put yeah. it together. Just yeah. Everything you got. Yeah. <laughs> Just get the get best kit you can get and see what, what happens. And yeah. Big congrats to Al. It was a hell of a performance. And to win, like, not even just to win the Worlds, but to win the Worlds in basically Laura's backyard. Pretty, it's like, a Dutch's second home it's track. It's the Dutch's, Dutch's, Dutch's second home track. So, yeah. And not even just the home track, but it's the atmosphere where it's clearly for like the dutch riders yeah it's impressive yeah it's not easy to do laura then went back when she was in third like the whole lap and then yeah. passed uh who was it axel axel yeah do you think if laura was in second out of the first turn we could have seen a, a tighter finish hard to say i mean al rode really well yeah like i know she did yeah she killed so it. hard to say like i don't know this is probably all the i don't even remember how stuff. far back she was uh, I mean, I remember Al got a good lead out of the first turn because Axel and Laura kind of balled each other up, I think, in the first turn, like trying to tiptoe through the rain. Yeah. And then she got a good gap, and then it was just Al was clear ahead at that point. Good for Axel, though. Yeah. Good for Axel. Is that her first podium at a world championship? I would think so, yeah. She's like quietly a top woman rider. Quietly a horse. Like she doesn't, She's super you know, strong. like she doesn't get talked about that often. Well, is like, she really around that much? It seems like she I always has I feel like an she injury. hasn't been, but she's... Whenever she is, she almost wins. She always has an injury, but she's always at Paris and then world champs. I remember in Oldsmar last year, she was whole shot at Elise and almost won. Yeah, she did, Dude, right? like anytime she shows up at a race, she's, she's fast. She can win or podium. She's so strong. Yeah. yeah like you got to put, put her in the conversation with those women that can medal at any race. Yeah. She's so, she has like, she's one of those strong riders who has so much horsepower, but she can also ride the track super well. I never really, I guess I never really watch her on the track. I just always seen her first start. She's, but clearly, she's really good on the track. As a classic French rider. I was going to say, classic yeah, French as rider, they yeah. all are. Yeah, classic French rider. So. so good for her. It was cool to see. Yeah. It's cool to see. She's got a bright future in the sport. Yeah, she does. She's still young, right? Too, yeah. right? She's got a bright yeah. future in the sport. Um, quickly, Al, last straight. I missed it. Oh, I don't know what I was watching. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't know what I was watching, but I, was I missed gonna, it. I was going to give us or Sam a heart attack over here. She pulled a twan. She jumped the, the first one in, and then she went to two on to the step up, and it just larried, up, larried again. Like so she for, jumped, jumped the step, the step up. up, and then went to jump the roller onto the step down. Oh, you know, interesting. Larried, 
and it didn't like obviously at that point you don't know if the front wheel is going to make it if it didn't make it as far as it did it would have been otb central oh you would have should have died yeah but sure got luckily it was in, like should have got head first into the roller yeah probably so luckily, it just right. nipped the top was fine, smooth. And then she got the last one smooth yeah. too. So good for her. It's good crap out of me. Good for her. I'm pretty sure everybody that was watching the screen was like, "Whoa!" Oh, yeah. <laughs> so junior toss up. Yeah, so I was going to not surprise the French kid one. Yeah, seriously, he was good. Let's be real. He was good. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they just have an endless supply of good riders coming up. Honestly, yeah. Endless supply. No matter. I think I think Romain told me that it was like this is like the tenth like French podium. Like French guy on the podium in junior man, like ten years in a row, maybe or French. To, I don't know. It's not a coincidence when you look at how their club system works. They have such good coaches at their tracks growing up. And they organize mm-hmm. club training. And it's dude, it's legit. Mm-hmm. It's like North America. We just have a fucking free for all where we all go to the track. Let's just do some gates and hope for the best. Like it's not a sustainable system. No, it's not going to improve yourself you for long term. You're going to get the odd rider every generation that's just good and figures mm-hmm. it out and it's going to be great. But realistically it's not going to work no i completely agree i think there's a reason why even in the amateur classes all the dutchies were the dutchies were dominating frenchies were dominating and even the belgian people because they have a similar program now yeah. i think too so the dutch and french dominate bmx and we all have to take notes about that i mm-hmm. mean in canada we're not a huge cycling country or bmx we don't have the population no. and i don't know we don't have the rider base we our program is not big unfortunately yet but i feel like our program is pretty good yeah. In BMX is definitely improving. They have some club coaching and stuff now. It's getting better. I would say that's getting better. That's it's the not, key word. It's not on the level of that, but it's getting better. Yeah. It's um, getting better. Yeah. The U.S. is just a free-for-all I, where you go to the track and try and figure it out, race the ABA Nationals, and hope for the best. Do you feel like the U.S. is the one country that the Olympics almost hurt the sport? And I think every other sport, it seems like it's been growing because of the Olympics, and it's becoming more aware to younger kids now. But in the U.S., it doesn't seem to be helping at all. No, the U.S. kids just care about the USA BMX nag plates and stuff, which is great. But for it's great for kind of development. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be working great. No, because <laughs> the American so. kids didn't even do great in um, Zolder. Like the medal tally, they were weren't amazing. No. They used to dominate it, and they weren't great. Yeah, but yeah, you think that's from the development at a young age, or the track, or both, or what? The track's not even that tech. It's for, it's not. Honestly, it's not. The second straight is super like tame. People were talking oh about gosh. how tech it was. It's not even that tech. I'd say the second and third straight, okay, maybe they're a little deep, but it's the not Third and technical. fourth straight, you mean? Sorry, yeah, third and No, it, it is, but yeah. dude, compared to other Euro tracks and stuff, and compared, yeah. like, it's tamed down from what it was before. It's not, if you're a good rider, you shouldn't have problems on those straightaways. It's pretty simple. No, it's not that hard. Pull in, two, two, manual down, yeah. triple in the turn. That's triple small. It's not a big <laughs> Honestly, though, like American tracks, we just ride on autopilot. You don't even have to think. Then you go to Europe tracks, you have to think a little. It's like, holy shit, what is this? <laughs> that's true, though. We don't think at ABA tracks. We just practice gates and then just first round all rhythm section, go two, 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 and don't even have to think. It's the just autopilot. World. Whereas you go to Euro tracks, you actually have to think about your lines. You maybe have to pull manual a jump, which is crazy. Yeah. No one fucking pull manuals these or days. Or the manuals are deeper and you actually have to push hard. Yeah. Even I, to be honest, even I have to get like a little wake up call when I go to a track like that. Yeah. Because like manually some of the jumps I got to remember, I actually have to manual properly yeah. instead of just kicking my legs out. Yeah. So, but watching Cam Wood and Junior, Cam was really good. Was he? I didn't yeah. get to watch, and to be honest, I was calling him for a podium. He got really I, unlucky in the semi. He went in the first turn, like battling for first, just on the outside, okay. and got kind of caught up. But he was winning a lot of his laps, and I thought he was going to be in the main battling for podium, and he just, he just kind of got unlucky in the semi. But yeah. he, he looked really good, like really complete, good track speed, good start. I think that's he's got good. a good future. Yeah, he's. I mean, I only watched him on the U.S. circuit, and that's why I kind of had him as one of the top guys. I thought for yeah. Junior. And I thought he'd be able to battle with the British dudes and the French guys. And I, obviously, it sounds like he did. Just got yeah. lucky. But Is he first year? Do you know? I'm pretty sure he's first year. Yeah. But I don't know because who knows in the U.S. Sometimes they start junior the second yeah. year. They but just reg- don't ride it. I don't know. But regardless, he was good. Yeah. 
Um, elite men. Let's talk about elite men. Okay, Tuan, like I said, that was one of the most dominating world's performances, I think, of all time. I'll just say it. Okay. Like, I think you have Maris in 2010 in South Africa when he won all his laps from eight. You have, I don't even know other world's performances <laughs> that were that dominant. I could say Corbin Rockhill, wasn't he winning? Corbin Rockhill was pretty dominant. Yeah. I don't, like, didn't yeah, see he it, was. obviously. Dude, Tuan killed him. He smoked him. Like, he was fucking on it. He was with, like, obviously the best guys in the world were in the final. Like, Neek, Sylvan, Rinkerell, mm-hmm. Kai, David, Joris. Yeah. Everyone was in there. And dude, he had, like, a full bike to return. Yeah. I felt like... Lane, what, four? Four or five. Maybe five. I don't even remember. Savage. It was incredible. When's His the last start? time someone didn't win out of one at the world? It's been a while. Like, I mean, Sylvan uh, last guess, year, but yeah, he was yeah, two true, and they were true, battling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. But it, I thought him... Who was... Who would I have on my list here? Tuan, Graf, Anthony, even Kai. Oh, yeah, Anthony, Those yeah. four were on it all day. Yeah. I thought Anthony looked They're very going impressive. super fast. Graf inside all day. Kai was being up front the yeah. whole day, too. Like, they were on it. Yeah. So. Man, so I was so happy for him. Yeah. He wrote so well. It, it's been a long time coming, I feel like. Dude's been yeah. super fast. And you have to think, like, how fast he was and how everything was coming together. That doesn't happen that many times in a career where everything is just perfect as close to being perfect as possible. Like, you know the track, you got it wired, you're physically flying, you're mentally confident. Mm-hmm. You, everything's, like, you got to capitalize on those opportunities because you you may never have that that complete, complete package again. Yeah, like you told me, like, you might not ever have it in your life, let yeah. alone have it for as long as he's having it Most right people now. never get it. Yeah. Some people get it sometimes. I kind of feel like he's had it for the whole month now. But, like, honest. how complete, like, I'm sure he'll feel amazing at other races, but to have everything like that. Come together as well as it yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, that was his race to lose. I feel like. Oh yeah, if he would have yeah. lost it, he would have just kicked himself forever because yeah. he was by far and away the best guy there. Yeah. Did okay. So in his semi, he was with Alfie, and obviously they got slowed up in the second turn. Do you Alfie. think he really would have had fourth or fifth pick? We'll get to Alfie later. Yeah. <laughs> do you think uh, Tuan would have had fourth or fifth pick, or do you think he went outside? Because I heard he might have been going five often. I don't know. The day. I don't know what his pick was. Because Graf went inside, and then I'm pretty sure Joris had like lane two. And then Anthony three, Kai might have been two, four. Yeah. yeah, I just thought it was interesting the way the lane picks went. I'm not sure if they went pretty like if they went normal or not. So. Now that I'm thinking about Alfie, dude, two years in a row oh, winning yeah. the semi, dude. Okay, besides one, he could have won the worlds too. He was so yeah. fast. We'll get okay, get to yeah. Okay, there's just so much to talk you about. Have to, I feel like. You have to think that Alfie's year is coming, dude, dude. It has to be, man. Last year he was on fire, leading it to the last he turn. Could have won last year. Yeah, yeah, he could have. This year, he was on. He was the only one that beat Twan to the first turn yeah. in the semi. Slid Dude, up by himself. Heartbroken I, for him. He wasn't even going low. Heartbroken. No, he wasn't. He, he wasn't, wasn't going he low. He didn't look like he was trying to overcarve. No, it didn't look like, like he, it looked like he was tiptoeing. It didn't look like he was riding. I don't know. Like he didn't look like he was riding over the limit or anything. It looked no. like he was riding fine. Yeah. Fuck. I feel so bad for Dude, him. Dude, give the guy a shot. Devastating. So fast. It would have been right now. good to see him and Twan, like him in lane one, Twan and four in the mm-hmm. main. That would have been good. It would have. Or Graf probably would have had one to lap time, but yeah, it would have been good to see Alfie in the main too. Mm-hmm. Did, did Graf mess up his first jump, the pull mail? Yeah, I think he pull rolled it. Did he? I thought he. Like, I think just, he might mess. I don't know if he bonked the mail, but he didn't get it as good as he had in the past yeah. or in the previous round. Yeah. Okay. And then I thought it was. It's not not a surprise, but like Loki, they weren't as much of a star this race. Was Joris, Sylvan, Jeremy, and Neek? They were kind of low key, just hanging around all day. I felt like being fast, obviously being Who'd a you top say? two three. Uh, Joris, Sylvan, Jeremy, and Neek. The other, the basically the other four in the main. Uh, Neek was good. He just like from eight, you just can't get across. No, but every but like, lap he was battling in the first. Like he was good. Was he? Yeah, he was fast. Okay, 
I just felt like because the, the other four felt like they stood out to me, and then those four yeah. were kind of like I guess a second or third placer. But also, I think what you got to remember is like the World Cups was more separation between guys. The world's everyone's battling for everyone raises their level and i think there's always way less separation everyone's okay. way closer yeah. like the guys who you like quarter semi guys are stepped up to being pretty close with the guys that can podium mm-hmm. i would agree and so that there's even less margin between guys which which is what makes the race so good yeah that's ended up being why racing is always so tight at the world like, so, so I, had yeah. a, I had a suggestion from simon shirley the german national or german coach okay he's is a good idea so after these races let's name like biggest heartbreak best starter best lap and like best crash or something okay let's go okay heartbreak i think it's a toss between alfie and graf yeah (laughs) i was gonna say those two exactly i think you you gotta give it to like i want to give it to alfie because man two years in a row he's he was leading the semi yeah but then graf man he had lane one everybody talks about graf he's constantly like having these opportunities to win and just has stuff happen like it's racing oh man i don't even know what to pick well, toss that. What's equal? Those two. Those are equal. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. I'm good with that. Okay. All right. What are the other ones? Best crash? The Russian chick looping out. Straight up. Easy Unreal. peasy. Unreal. That was something. Um, what's the other one? Uh, best pass was one of them. Sure. I'll do best pass. Um, think, of a good, think of a good pass. <laughs> I think of a good pass. It's tricky. I mean, Sylvan had a couple, like, not, I wouldn't say huge passes for him, but good races. Um, Joris and Anthony had a good little duel of one of the in the semi actually. They had a good back forth duel into the. Joris had a good pass in his quarter. He went from fifth to third in the second turn. Did he? It was a good pass. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ren Carell. I can't think of one single pass, but he he did really well passing guys. Yeah. Okay. He's been really fast. Yeah. Though, man. He's got a hell of a one two three. Did he mess up his gate in the final? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see him. I think he must have because yeah, it looked him. like he was out the back, but he, it's normally not him like being out the back that quick. So what's the last one we said? I don't know. You were telling these to me. <laughs> best lap? Yeah, sure. Best lap. Best lap. Uh, I'll go. You got to pick like Elise or Twan. Because well, they won. Yeah. That's basically you go why. Elise or Twan, basically. Yeah. All right. That's an easy one for that. What about, I had written down here, the letdowns kind of from the races. Or surprise. We'll go surprises. Surprises or like upsets. I had upsets. That's what I wrote down. Upsets. I think right. Romain going on the eighth. That was a little bit. Um, he had a tough one. That that eighth was tough. Uh, Alfredo, obviously. That was probably the biggest one. Yeah, Alfredo. Um, you put Connor in here a little bit too, because yeah. I mean, he was looking really fast all day. He'd been training he was, there. I would have thought he would have been the main for the shot. Yeah. He's won there before too. Same with Corbin. Did Corbin go out in the uh, the, <clears throat> the quarter, right? Quarter, yeah. In the five man quarter, you think he'd God, be out? Dog fights. They're so yeah. so much dog fight. Um, Same with I want to say the girls like I've read upset Simone Lauren. Lauren was looking really good. At oh, that. that's it. To be honest, Lauren, that is an upset because yeah. she was looking really good. She was riding so well. Had she, lane two in the semi. I thought Laza's starts looked really fast. Laza was good. She was yeah. pulling. She's yeah. putting work on those starts. She was looking really that's, fast. I think that's the best I've ever so. seen her ride, to be honest. Like she was pulling, she was fast. Yeah. She looked smooth on the track. Yeah. Sam yeah. had her going good. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Simone was looking fast. That's another one you could always say because yeah. she won a World Cup. Yeah, I agree. Um, other than that, though, I think the guys that were in the main were, they were fast. Yeah, really fast. Real. So. Should we call up the. The W one. Let's do that. Hold on, we gotta. We we have some more news quickly. Oh yeah. Let's yeah. tell the news go, first. Go for it. We came up with this idea Saturday night, probably after we had a few drinks, but I think it's gonna stick. We are gonna bring back 
the BMX Awards at the end of the year. They're the going to be called the, the Chatters. Awards. Yeah, we're going to call them the Chatters. Tori came up with the name. We're, it's Coffee be... Chatter Awards, the uh, Chatters. Yeah, tell them about it, tell them about it. So basically we're going to try to do what we used to do is my first year at a World Cup, I remember going to the after party, whatever it was, and there was like an awards ceremony, but it was all casual. Everybody had drinks. Somebody just got up on the stage and gave away I'm going to progate piss break one sec. Okay, Go I'm going to keep talking about it. So what we want to do is at the end of the World Cup season, come and bring back some awards. So it would just be, I guess, the races for the World Cup event. So it would be looking back on the previous year. And the awards would be like best race, best past, best crash. Uh, maybe most improved and favorite racer. So that'd be like five awards. We could change it up and do like men and women separately, or we could do them all together. We haven't really got any details about that yet, but we'll figure that out. And we want to get something like a cool, like I wouldn't say prize, but a cool trophy. Oh, we, want, we want a good, we want a good trophy. Yeah, the more legit we make it look, the more legit people will treat it. I think, and I think it, it could be really legit. Did you talk about the voting. No, we didn't talk. I didn't talk about it. We're gonna vote. About, we're gonna vote on it probably on Instagram or social. Media. Yeah, like make it fan voting. We want yeah. it to be casual, but we want people to know about it. Casual but fun. Yeah. So everybody at the after party, let's say Argentina, wherever it is, before like people start raging too hard because you know, as you can see from Zolder, everybody goes too ham. Um, we'll like hop up on a mic and just hand out the awards to these people. And Something you, fun. So Yvonne from the UCI, he's in. He was down. He's in. Yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, he's in. Yeah. So that's going to be good. But it has to be early enough in the night because as we saw from Zolder, the after party got wild and there's a lot of shoving and people got <laughs> into a mess. And people got. Why can't we ever just sit down and have a nice backyard barbecue, chat shit, tell some stories and just relax? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll rant quickly because we got to call Tuan. We're a bit behind. Oh, yeah. We, oh, fuck. Yeah, Fucking. <laughs> what is with clubs? And Okay. You go to a club. The music's so loud you can't talk. You're screaming in each other's ears yep. trying to say one word. You don't even know what the person's saying. You're fucking bumping. There's so many people in there. It's so sweaty. And you're beside so many people. I'm probably sounding so old. I fucking hate clubs. <laughs> I'm the same. Okay. I'm I just want to go to a bar, have, have some drinks with my friends, talk. Nice relaxing have a music. Have dance floor, but have yeah. the music there. Good music. And yeah. um, quiet enough you can talk, but loud enough you can enjoy it. Why does it have to be so fucking loud it rips your ears in half? Every time. I, I, my Dude, ears are always ringing. Unbelievable. I went always. back to the hotel. I was only there for like an hour because I had to get up at four and... Didn't really feel like raging, and you have what, to. You, you only can enjoy it when you rage. Yeah, so exactly. yeah, understandably. Um, and my fucking ears are just on fire. Brutal. Oh, it's so annoying. Like even when I was single and younger, I liked going out after the race and stuff. But I was never a huge fan of clubs. Just like, yeah. you it, can't talk, you can't do anything. You have to go there to just unfortunately get wasted out of your mind, grind just, on the dance floor, and just jump around yeah. like crazy man. Because yeah, you can't talk to anybody. No. Yeah, it, it. it was so packed in there. You couldn't even do it. You couldn't even fucking move in there. No, it and was then a drink, so drinks, sweaty. So many drinks spilled everywhere oh on people. God. People are just fucking pouring beers everywhere. We sound like a bunch of losers right uh, now. It was a great time. Okay, it was a great time. But let's one of these times, someone set up an after, like a bonfire. Let's bring a chair, bring a drink, roast some so, marshmallows. So down. And then we don't have to drink too much that we feel yep. like shit the next day. So down. So. All right, good. Let's call Tuan. Rant done. Let's get him on. Should we keep the live stream going? Uh, I don't know. Why not? I guess, but... Well, people watch this show if we don't. If we if they watch it now, they're going to listen later. There's like two people watching. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nine. Okay. I feel like we don't need to. No, we don't. We can stop it if we want. So Tuan didn't answer. He's still probably on a bender right now. So we're going to phone Elise first, then we'll call Tuan back. He's having a few brewskis. Yeah, we'll call, we'll call Al right now. Right, we're calling Al right now. We're live. Al, you there? Oh, it's not on speaker. One sec. Oh, damn. It's recording. Stop recording. Oh, no, it's on speaker. <laughs> hey, Al, how's it going? 
Tori was panicking in the background because he didn't have you on speaker. I hear a lot of panic. It's okay, guys. <laughs> Al, how's it going? World champ. Yeah. Feels pretty good. Congratulations. Good. Back in Minnesota right now as a family. Celebrating. Spending some, spending some time with the fam. Got a week off now. Yeah, a couple weeks off. Um, after, obviously, a, a lot of work before that one. So, enjoying some lake time and family time. And um, heading off to Australia next week. Sam's family doing some stuff with him and all that. So, yeah, it should be good. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. That's, a, that's how you celebrate a world championship win. That's awesome. Yeah. Spend some time with the fam and friends. Yeah. Definitely. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, world champion for the second time in three years. How good does this one feel compared to Rock Hill? You know, actually, uh, I got asked that on the weekend. Is this, is this your favorite win? What's your favorite win? More than Rock Hill. But Rock Hill was honestly, obviously, extremely special. Being the first one on home soil, like, it was really special. Um, so I wouldn't say that it's, like, more so, but it, this one was extremely rewarding because of how hard it was to obviously go over and do it when, you know, we don't have the same level of practice on those tracks. It's not like, it, you know, going into a foreign place and, and trying to beat people at their own game is hard. So, um, yeah, it felt really, really good um, for that to kind of play out and just do the work back home and be able to go over there and, and obviously perform and compete at a high level with those, those girls. And um, I think also just on a, a personal front, like the day – wasn't really going so well um, at the start. It wasn't. I wasn't riding well. I knew how physically ready I was, and and how you know I was capable by all means. I knew that, but it just wasn't really the track. I wouldn't say is a track that I would ever peg to suit me. So I, w I wasn't um, as fond of you know going there and having to race the world there. But um, just tried to make the most of it and give it my best effort and um, started the day with a bit of deja vu on the ground in the second turn of 2015. And I was like, oh, my God, I had a little meltdown after that. And it's just like, <laughs> I don't want to be here. It's raining. It's terrible. You know, like, I'm just frustrated because I felt like I wasn't putting, like, I wasn't showing all the work that had been put in. Like, I was very, I'm in the best physical shape I've ever been in right now, I think. And, and I knew I was. I could do well, but I didn't feel like I was, like, executing. Mm -hmm. And then slowly through the day, I just kind of eased back into it um, and just found a rhythm and kind of, you know, got rid of any expectations of what could happen. And then by the time the final came, I think, um, yeah, I got, that was, like, my best hill time of the day. It got better and better throughout the day. I wrote a clean lap and... Um, yeah, I just I just was able to execute what I was capable of, which was really good to be able to do that in the final. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It seemed like you and Laura had some good battles all day because you guys were in the quarter together, the semi, and in the main there. So, what was your mindset when uh, you were racing her in the final? And you yeah, you know, I've had great battles with you know all, all the girls really. I mean, I didn't, I was in like, you know, I'd always get out good, but I was in the outer lanes and stuff, and was just backing off, trying to fall in suit, and the corners are wet, so you're kind of like jockeying for position, trying to make sure you stay up, and the turns are so tight there with where people are going, and it kind of, you know, funnels into one line. It was kind of 
you know, hard to navigate all of it and just try to stay in the race. That was like my whole goal. It's like, I don't really care what position I'm getting. We need top four all day to get into the round where I need to execute because I've had how many races this year? Uh, and even the world's last year, I didn't lose a lap. Mm-hmm. And then when the one counts, you know, you end up in second, third, or on the ground or something. So doesn't matter. You only need to win the one lap. And I just kind of focused on that, and I just focused on getting to that and um, trying to give my best when that when that final came. And, and I think, obviously, it, it worked out this time. So that was really good. <laughs> what, was your, what was your prep like with Sam and crew? Did you guys work on anything special or just more of the same? Sorry, what did you – I couldn't hear you. What was that? What was your prep like with Sam coming to this race? Was it just more of the same as usual? Um, it was just like uh, I would say a higher, higher intensity, and like I just, I, you know, in the whole year I've been, I've been working really hard. Um, and this was the goal for this year was to be in my best shape. You know, this this track's so tight. You know, it is a race to the first jump, and then you just gotta hope you can ride the lap, kinda. And. Uh, it was uh, just a lot of work to get stronger, you know, try to get a little bit bigger, um, so carry some momentum around, and um, I, 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 it's obviously more of the same, I mean, everyone's working on the same stuff, get stronger, get better on your bike, but I worked on some tactical stuff, and, and on the track and whatnot, and executing that stuff, because obviously, this year in the World Cups, I just... You know, it just come to the finals, and I wasn't ever, I never put my best lap or my best hill time or any of my best forward in those finals. So it was kind of a mental game, too, of, like, being able to give more when it counted, and then obviously, you know, physically just having more in the tank, so you didn't have to be perfect either, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a good prep, and I would just say, like, we focused on a lot of, like, smaller details um, for me, and narrowed in, and skipped a bunch of the races in the U.S. because we always race so much more than everybody else as well. It's hard to even get training blocks in. And um, I just tried to, I put five weeks together of actual training, five, six weeks, and, and it felt really good. I felt really prepared going in. Um, yeah, and I'm just excited for more to come. I think, yeah, take a few weeks off here and reset, refocus, and it'll be a whole other stint to the Olympics pretty much from here on out. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. When what a lap, Al. But uh, do you scare yourself down the last straight? Sorry, what did, oh, did I scare myself? Uh, yeah, I think I scared everybody. But the last straight was like such slow motion for me. Like, like I said, like the whole the whole day wasn't really like you know going like super my like way. I wasn't. I didn't feel like I was like putting out my best ever really. And then got out in front in the final from like lane four and kind of didn't expect it to be as easy as it was as I got out there because um, I, I had a really good heel and I think some stuff happened on the inside and I, I kind of just got there and I was like, all right. And I just started executing my lap and I got to the last straight and it was almost like, all right, been here how many times this year? And it was almost like, okay, who's coming? <laughs> Somebody's coming. <laughs> Someone's about to pass me a challenge. And then it was like, uh, I had the little, I, I was jumping that line and I hadn't really been able to do that um, all day because I was kind of in mid-pack and stuff and it wasn't the prettiest, but it was fine, but it was super slow motion, I'll give you that. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 this is not happening, <laughs> I'm not crashing right now and uh, so it was just like super relief to like get to the finish line and I think I was just honestly like so in shock that it wasn't really 
I didn't feel like it, I was like challenged down the last straight. And normally, you know, all, all races this year have been like photo finishes and stuff. So I was like, I was waiting for somebody to come. <laughs> and it was super slow motion just to get to the finish line. <laughs> all right, Al, we know you're busy, but we'll just, we got, a, we got a bunch of questions for you, but we'll just ask you a couple from fans because you had a lot of fans wanting to hear from you. So we'll just ask you, a, <laughs> we'll just ask a couple. Right. We'll have you on your way. Sorry. All right. First one good. from Hugo Oliveira, 51. What was the first thing? You guys are really breaking up, though. Can you can you repeat? We will try to be smoother. <laughs> uh, he says, "What was the first thing, person, or memory that crossed your mind when you took the win?" Uh, first thing, person. Um, honestly, just the like, well, Sam uh, and the work we've been putting in, um, and the things he'd said to me all day, and. And the racing of this year, I guess, we're all kind of going through my head. Um, like, kind of shock, I guess. I was just like, for laugh, excuse the language, like, we freaking did it, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Actually come together. And I think, uh, yeah, I just was thinking of, like, all the work coming together at the right time. And, um, you know, Sam and the things he'd said to me throughout the day and the whole prep. Um, from at Neam underscore Witsy 160, how do you keep calm before getting on the gate for the final? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I don't know if anyone's super calm, but you're always nervous. But I feel like, you know, repetition and just being in that spot so many times now, I actually added up. This was my ninth time I've competed in the world, elite world championships, and I've made every one of the finals I've been at. And so you kind of just start getting used to that and I think just um remembering that's an opportunity and not like a like nobody's got this nobody's got a the war no one's got the jersey no one you, you don't you don't have that and someone's not coming to take it away from you it's just another opportunity to give your best you know it's a challenge so I think looking at it from that way rather than like you've got something to lose is a good way to go into things yeah I like that uh this one's from jjh48 because what do you think makes you who you are, as in your work ethic, determination, and love for BMX? Hmm. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I'm just me. <laughs> um, uh, I would say, yeah, we work really hard. Like, um, like Sam and I, like, keeps a, uh, a good, uh, I guess, structure to what I'm doing. But then I think, like, I really put 100% in whenever I'm doing anything, and I really, really want to win. Like, and I want to be the best at what I do, and I I, uh, I just keep coming back because it's like I just want to see how far I can go because I, I just never feel like I've fully reached the potential. I'm a perfectionist. I don't know if that's the old gymnast background, but total perfectionist and just always chasing that. Um, what do we got here? What do we got here? Um... At Bia BMX, how much did the rain impact your traction on the track? You know, the track itself was good. It held the water well. The turns were just, I think it was the hardest when it was going between wet and dry. And like half the turn was wet and half of it was dry. And you're carrying the gravel on your tires and stuff. Um, I would say in the first corner is when I, would, I noticed it the most. Um, and then obviously a lot of people were crashing in the second corner as well. But I don't know how much of that was more people anticipating it than what it was because it wasn't too bad, really. Um, but the first the first turn was pretty tight for the girls trying to cut back. That's for sure. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, this one's this will be our last one for you, Al. This one's from 
Shayla Winwood, what foods do you usually eat on race day? Anything that will go down. <laughs> I'm nervous and don't want to eat. I don't know. I usually have some like eggs and and something for breakfast or and some oatmeal. Um, and then during racing, it's it's pretty hard to eat when you're just getting all caffeinated and and you're nervous and um, it's really whatever will go down. There's bananas and just a little snacky food, really. <laughs> all right, Al. We thanks a lot for your time. Enjoy your world championship jersey and medal with your fam, and have a great few weeks off. Really appreciate it, guys. Sorry to cut you off. Um, Grandpa and Grandpa are waiting to say hi in there. So. No, you, you, you go enjoy your... <laughs> uh, go thanks en- for having me on, though. Appreciate it. Go enjoy your pancakes and eggs, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Thanks, Al. Talk to you guys later. See you, Al. Bye. Yeah. World champion, Alan Willoughby. You know, she's really down to earth. She's hanging with her grandparents after the win, you know? I like it. That's awesome. Uh, I hope everybody understood that we had the issue with Tuan and we had to get Alan first. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hell of a performance by Al. We, I mean, we touched on it already, but um, yeah, all-time main event for her. Mm-hmm. That's it. Cool. She talked about how she did have a little bit of struggles throughout the day and then had to kind of regroup herself and come back around for the main, and then she was able to get it done. Yeah, she fell first round leading. Yeah. Not how you want to start the Especially day. Especially with the uh, crash in 2015 in that same turn. Oh, yeah. Same turn. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. yeah. So, all right, we'll... Uh, back. We'll try and get the other guy on. I think he's he's raging in Ibiza right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and call uh, the W1 Tuan Van Gent. Dude, it's still weird to say Tuan Van Gent world champ. Like, I'm so stoked for him. Yeah. I wouldn't have... I, I didn't peg him as the winner of this. Yeah, honestly. But dude, so the second half of the lap, I was just yelling, don't crash, don't crash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, uh, epic. Uh, we'll call up the one four, previous known as the 148, now the W1, Tuan Van Gant. All right, bro, we're live on Coffee Chatter now. Nice. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Congrats. You sound, you sound like you're hurting right now. Yeah. It's called celebrating right, and you're doing it the good way. Sounds like you're dying, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't know, like, uh, I thought it good, and then lost my voice. <laughs> it it, it kind of sounds like it, but it sounds like you probably did it right. <laughs> I definitely celebrated the right way. That's what I'm talking about. Where are you, where are you right now? <laughs> Sorry for this. Yeah, we're in. Uh, I apologize for all the coughing and, uh, yeah, it was the best voice. Uh, at the moment, I'm in uh, Valencia, Spain, with, uh, with some friends. How's the vacay going with the boys? Yeah, like, <coughs> we already uh, like organized it, and, uh, oh well, I guess it's good timing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You deserve it, man. I'm so stoked you won the world. It was a hell of a day for you. It's so unfucking believable. Yeah. And it still is. Yeah, like, like how does it feel? <coughs> to be honest. Dude, you, sa- like... you sound like a smoker. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And a really bad one. Like... Sounds like you smoked a pack of cigs. <laughs> You sound horrible, bro. But you sound uh, you sound good at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good enough. Uh, like, how do 
how do I feel? Like that's like the hardest one, hardest question. Like it's, I know, like I, uh, I know I won the world championship, <coughs> but at the same time, still like not completely landed. Yeah, like hasn't sunk in yet. Doesn't feel like it yet. Doesn't feel like it yet. And I think the, the, the moment I realize it will be like the first time I'm wearing that the rainbow jersey during practice or the first race I'm actually racing in it. Yeah. And I think that's that's really like the moment like, oh damn. So we actually are. We just ta- champion. We just talked to Elise, but are you gonna take a couple of weeks off now or a week off or what do you have planned? Well, I uh, had like uh, two and a half, two weeks off. <coughs> But uh, we already planned to go to uh, Talga, to the DTC with, uh, from Red Bull. Uh, we already had it in the planning, uh, no matter what result we had. Uh, we, I, did, I tested it like um, three years back in the winter before the Olympics. And <coughs> we got some results back then. And now we just want to like uh, compare the results, what the differences are. and. Yeah, what uh, what they think like uh, we we still need to work on. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, so coming into Zolder, how much did you ride the track before? Because obviously you had the pull manual dialed, and you looked you looked completely flawless on the track. You looked so good and so comfortable. I really was like really comfortable with the whole track, except that one one lap you're like going into the first turn, come out of first turn. And I actually realized I just whole shot at World Championships <laughs> main. And at the moment I realized it, I don't know what I did in the second straight. Like I landed the first one good, and then I pushed it down. I don't know if I hit like a sinkhole or like a soft spot, or I just was too aggressive. I don't have a clue. But like I was riding the bull. <laughs> I rode it really well. I just stay on it, and then. There on well, just I just rode it out to the finish line, but what a hell of a second straight! My peak was like over like 250, and I was like, okay, that was my shot on the world championships title. You're gonna hang coming into the second turn. I realized, okay, they didn't pass me yet, and I heard some sliding, but I didn't know like who was still on, um, so I just went on it to the finish line. And yeah, if I knew I had that much space, I would have taken it easy in the last turn and just rolled it out. But I mean, you, I have, you have no clue. I didn't. I didn't no. knew. You have no way of knowing. Yeah, you have no way of knowing. No. You put a, put a little oh, mustard God. on that second straight, huh? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But the first straight, I had it so perfect, and then. I just realized that, like, you're not thinking on the first straight, you know, you, you know what I mean? No, you're just like, going wide open at that point. You're, gate, you're just doing your thing, you're just doing doing it, not thinking, and then you land the, the, the jump you got for the first jump, for, before the first turn, had a perfect push-push turn, and I was like, okay, lane five, whole shot in the solar. okay, that's, <laughs> no. Not really, like, that was what I was hoping for, but, like, not really what I was expect, expecting, because 
I never been in a position that close to like be able to <coughs> like to win like a race that big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I now know what Nick Long like should have felt a little bit when he all shot at the Olympics, mm-hmm. and that's like the most. Uh, awesome but also the most horrible feeling at the same time i think yeah wow yeah yeah i thought like, it was... you know like you have the uh, uh, like seven fastest world the fastest guys in the world chasing you at that time and i know like okay my strongest point is into the first turn ride it out it looked like in the uh, yeah. the main there, Tuan, when you're they were panning across the gate, you were just enjoying it up there. How confident were you in the start or in your abilities to hole shot? Were you just relaxed and enjoying the mo- moment or what? I was, uh, I think at quarterfinal, I was the most nervous. Um, I was between Dave and yours. You had lane two, they, right? Yeah, they like, you know, they can gate really well. And then I had the, the worst gate of the day. And then I was so lucky to have like the pickup manual. Didn't have it really perfect, but good enough to like just come out in front of Dave. Case the triple shot. <laughs> managed to all shot it and then close Dave because otherwise you look get pushed up, pushed up wide and then you're just with five guys on the track and the other two guys were Andre and Kai Sukibara and Kai knew the track really well as well i trained a lot with kai last month i think uh, he's my uh, he was my new like uh, new my new teammate together with mitchell and uh <coughs> we rode the track a lot of times and then we both trained on the pickup manual but <coughs> if you ask do you want, do I want a fucking hauls or what <laughs> what do you need a fucking hauls or a throat lozenge or what uh, I, I, yeah, I guess. I, I realized, Twan, you, I lost five bucks from you winning, but I couldn't be more stoked. I had a bet that the winner was going to jump the first jump, not manual, and you manualed it. But hey, I couldn't be more stoked. <laughs> you did a bet, like the winner's going to jump it? I thought the winner was going to jump, yeah, the jump, not do the manual. Because I thought there was less people. I thought I had good odds. But you were ripping that pull manual out like nobody's business. Like the reason, like I um, like a lot of people did like pick up manual without doing a pedal in the bottom, and um, me and my time just make made it work. Like we put a heavy gear on and tried to put all the things in place. <coughs> I actually did miss it, miss miss the first jump twice, and I was the first model in semi final. <coughs> That's when you went pull on manual down and, pump. And like, yeah, pulling, pulling, and they're like, okay, plan B got, just got to work, manual done. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you're not doing that, yeah, you're pretty much done. Like, I'm not that tall. Like, like KY, you just like pick up, pump, 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 and he's still fast. <laughs> if I do that, I just get loose and then get squirrely, and then you're more, you're more, you're more or less done. And I knew that. So, the was quite some pressure on it, but yeah. Man, it looked like one of those races for you where 
everything was clicking completely. Like you felt unbelievable physically, mentally, you're confident, you had the track wired. Is this the most kind of polished and peaked you've ever felt? Because, you know, to us watching, it looked like it. Like the whole day, I, the first, the first time, really, I had the feeling like, okay, this could be like one of those days. Yeah. You feel like you're also, you, <coughs> you feel like, okay, I'm the top of, top of my capabilities at the moment. <coughs> I know what I can. And then I knew like, if I have it perfect, nobody's faster than the first straight on me. And, um, yeah, but the only thing you, the only thing you have to do is do it at the right time. And yeah, I just was really relaxed in the main because a lot of pressure fell from my shoulders when I managed to manage to do like survive the semi and <coughs> that was about it. I was in the main completely relaxed. Actually, there was no pressure on me because. I didn't do like one single main in the World Cup season, and I was so happy just to be there. And <coughs> I was happy with my riding the whole day. I was really consistent, and yeah, the whole the whole weekend, I showed things like, okay, okay, guys, I maybe not be the fastest guy the whole season, but I definitely came in prepared for this one. Yeah, this whole month you've been on it. Did you change anything in the training uh, leading up to the Worlds? Or, I mean, we talked about your champs before, but did you change anything in training leading into Worlds or kept it stuck? Uh, the, the main thing is, like, I, uh, I began the year about my own house to give myself some rest next to the track. And it took me a couple months to really, like, get to know the place and just get getting in the vibe like okay this is my place now and uh, when i'm at home i not have <coughs> i'm not like running away for things i do i was just really comfortable okay with the whole thing the whole, all decisions i made this year <coughs> one of the, the compromises i had to put, I had to make with it was the best start of the season but i came in back from injury from six months from last year uh when I say like I lost seven Ks and uh, changed the teams and my time uh, really, really put effort in it to get me back on my on my A game and uh, to make me a better rider than I was before. We still have like a lot of work to do, but there was like, some glimpse of uh, of a new Twan uh, who, uh, yeah, who managed to. Uh, to keep his head a little cooler than uh, than in the past. We really loved that moment between you and Martin after the race. Yeah, that was cool. Just pure happiness and joy, and you know, team all that hard work coming together. Like we we so far like Martin all, all this, for the, the same thing was for Martin. Like he had like a lot of success with yours and with uh, <coughs> and with Laura and Mills Millers. They got uh, one two at the Worlds. Yours the fourth. Uh, he, he he brought yours. On a level, he, as good as he was uh, for his whole career, because yours is, is my is our age, and we raced him like back in the days. He was already good, but um, somehow my time really like cut everything out of yours, and uh, he improved 
just a little step he had to make because he was always he's always been fast, but now he he could uh, yeah could keep his head cool and yeah he uh, he holds on this uh, <coughs> first World Cup mate in Papenhout really impressive from lane seven with Nick next to him and uh, that was like okay and from now on I really really <laughs> have to take notes what did my time do with yours and then they went to the Dutch national team and it was like all oh, things were shifting and I was, wasn't was happy on my, on my, on my spot anymore with the, with the team uh, like Bas was like an amazing trainer he, what he put together for the for the sport in the Netherlands is like from all different levels uh, if you look at professional professionality uh, of the sport he definitely put put the sport on a higher platform and he arranged so many things for the sport and I really appreciate it but uh, at the end it wasn't uh, really like I wasn't really happy on the on the, on the place uh, we were going with the with, with each other <coughs> and he felt like for, for the same thing and he was just happy for me to find like um, maybe find a spot uh, I, 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 I was on my game like on my uh, uh, just say um, um, like he he was really happy for me to, um, to go to work with my time he said like <coughs> you guys are both working on details and maybe yeah maybe it's, it is better for you so we, we, we said goodbye to each other on a really uh, supportive and, uh, and a nice way. And then seven months later, you get the, yeah, the highest possible result in, in, in BMX racing. And that's the rainbow jersey. And I think it's uh, <coughs> a really big compliment for my time to get like uh, a broke, broke athlete. <laughs> Not like <laughs> just mentally broke athletes. Like uh, he had to rebuild me up from the, from the ground up in seven months, and he made me uh, yeah the best version of myself. Man, that's awesome. And that's awesome. Dude. He's like he's he's just so on the details, and he's such a good guy. And we we were looking for a lot of things after Paris because we both we sat down to the lake um, close to the track and we told each other like <coughs> okay all things we have done we know we're better than this but at the moment I'm not doing it all the effort I'm not doing all the effort for these results and if it goes on like this I don't know if I still like I'm happy with to to ride my bike and um, make all the compromises for uh, for the lifestyle <coughs> and then uh, yeah, we had some we had some tough tough moments, and uh, we struggled a little bit. And uh, yeah, six weeks later, I got the the best the best July month of uh, of my career. It was the second of the nationals, close battling with Nick. Same for European, and then doing the same with the worlds, and keep it together. Man. What a turnaround, Tom. What a turnaround. As, as the new world champ, we got tons of people uh, sending you questions to answer. So um, we know you're busy and we know you're recovering. So we're not going to take all of them. We'll just ask you a few of them. But we got some quick shots for you. Let's start with this one because oh, yeah. it seems the most. Let's fire them up. This is the most appropriate sounding one right now from Sylvan Andre BMX. How many years do you have left in you? <laughs> with this cough, you don't sound great. 
got the a David. He's so consistent, and I really, really respect that. He improved so many uh, on so many things from his 26th birthday. It's yeah, it's it, it's incredible, and I'm really impressed with that and <coughs> how he managed to to do that. Um, yeah, I I'm a little bit amazed by it. Actually, I never expected him to be as good as he is now. A few years back, and it says enough about the sport. Uh, if, you, if you have the talent and you work for it, you really, really live for it. Things are, are things are coming, yeah, <coughs> and things are clicking. You can do like uh, whatever you want, and that's. Uh, I think how many years it got him? It got, got left in me. I definitely want to go go on with BMX still. Uh, Wilson twenty twenty one, uh, BMX. Uh, Wolves in the Netherlands, and after that, I don't know. No, that's cool. I really don't know. Yeah. Um, at Jared underscore BMX, what was going through your mind out of the second corner? Out of the second corner, I just like okay, I just survived uh, a stiff leg jump. I came a meter short, still managed to be like in front of Wolfie Wardens. I just did my best. And more, more that I couldn't do. Yeah. From this one's from Matt Ian Schillinger. How do you overcome the anxiety or nerves before a race? I went to like um, a mental coach because I had a lot of uh, issues beginning of the year, also, also privately, and we um, sort of things out to keep me calm doing a race but before the race started I went I went to Martin and told him like there's so much tension in my body I know it's not necessary and I know we're not like going for any result or anything we're just going to be the best version of myself but like you, you always have that uh, feeling at the bottom of your belly you, when you know like okay <coughs> maybe I have a shot at the win today and that doesn't go out of your system you have to accept it it is there leave it there try to do nothing with it just leave it there yep not over focus with it not try to push it away because it will be there and you have to accept it at j holden bmx how much beer have you consumed since winning how much beer <laughs> yeah I would say uh, at least six liters. Attaboy. Attaboy. All right, one last quick shot. Uh, well, let's see. What do we got here? Let's. Um, this one looks fun. This is a funny one. Uh, this one's from Jack Hudson. He says, how sketchy was it climbing the scaffolding to see uh, to see your friends out there after? <laughs> uh, I was like, I, I, <coughs> I showed up there. I was like, okay, I'm going up. And then halfway, I was like, okay. How am I going up? Because this is like not really going to work with the with the shoes I have on. It was so sketchy, and the thing was wet. It was so slippery, and I, I just thought like, okay, just hang on and try to make it up. Try to try to make it up because <laughs> your ass is fucking television. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright, Tuan, that's all we got for you, pal. So enjoy your vacay and your fucking world champ. Hell yeah. Thanks. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, guys. Later, buddy. Tuan Van Gant, world champ. Man, I think he is celebrating right. He is just living, dude. He sounds like he's about to die. I, I feel like a little concerned for him, but also like really stoked he's doing it right. He's enjoying it. Yeah. He just won the world title. He deserves to have a weekend with the or a week with the boys in Spain. Hell yeah, he does. That's what you need after all that. So. But yeah, he didn't sound good. Did he? <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> Sounds no, like he, he smoked a not. pack of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> but good on him. Good on him for going in there, enjoying it, just having some fun after. Because guy, guys, he put in a lot of work. Just won a world title. Worked his balls off. Came back from a lot. Yeah. You got to enjoy it. You got to enjoy those moments in your spoils. What's the point? Oh, seriously. Yeah. yeah what's the point? I think Snap on Green is going to make quite the meme of him uh, jumping oh, that yeah. second Snap, jump on the second straight. Snap on Green, if you're listening, let's see some Tuan memes. Yeah, we want to see that. Let's see some Tuan memes. Yeah. Hell of a show. Hell of a show. I hope you guys enjoyed that one because that was a lot of fun talking about the worlds here. That was a lot of fun. I like doing the wrap-up show. Yeah. Thanks, ProGate Europe. Hell of a gate, hell of a gate in Belgium. Yeah. As well to uh, Motosheets.com. Go get all your timing needs from them, guys. It was cool to hear about the world champs, their mindsets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Both very mentally strong people. Both a little bit different days, kind of, because Al had her struggles at the beginning, kind of had to bounce back, and Tuan was just on it right from the get-go. Never had any kind of falters, really, or anything, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tuan's day was almost as flawless as it gets. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, eh? Yeah. So that was really cool to see. We got a special show planned for next week, too. We got to organize it, but it could be really cool. Yeah, Tori came up with this idea. It sounds like it's going to make for a fun show. Yeah. Um, a lot of cool info, actually. Yeah, it's so. going to make for a good show. So we're going to try and set it up and give you a really interesting show next week as well. A little different. No difference. You guys different. all you guys all stay tuned now that we got those bitchin' set up here. Alright. It's pretty cool. We'll see you next week. Later guys.